2: hello and welcome to another episode of the russell talk podcast i am shopper p Quinnell, and i'm joined as always by my intangible co-host tempest hey Tempest. boom
3: hi that's me the boom the boom mm. it's catching How you doing, on man? doing all right i forgot everything that i wanted to talk about on the podcast last week you know mm-hmm. just completely yeah. poof, went out of my brain as yep. as it happens this week I'm like, oh, I've got so many things I could talk to Pete about. Oh, Ooh, so Pokemon, many things, eh? Pokémon and 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 this and that and the other thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to talk about Pokémon last week and I completely forgot. Okay. And we don't have we don't have the NXT podcast anymore to like have this no? every like, you know, halfway through the week like every 3 or 4 days we get to talk yeah. to each other. Now it's like, oh, there's a whole week that goes by. Oh, what do I have to talk to Pete about? And then if it's mm-hmm. not something important, if it's just yeah. Pokemon, then it just kind of slips by me. But yeah, yeah, I wanted to talk about Pokemon last week. But, well, we could talk about Pokemon this week. What do you want to talk about, Tempest? Oh, well, it's crazy. I uh, I wanted to to get your opinion your expertise because I started playing a ROM hack for the first time. I oh, really? I started playing Pokemon Blaze Black 2. Oh
2: is, snap.
3: Okay. Which is Pokemon Black 2, but harder.
2: But d- much
3: harder. Yeah. Much harder. And every time I think I've I've grinded a little bit too much and over-leveled my Pokemon.
1: Mm-mm. Nuh-uh.
3: Nope. Nuh-uh. I've got such a team. And this game is giving me fits. <laughs> My team is impeccable, Uh and I am—I'm not struggling. But like, Mm. I will level my Pokemon up to like mid sixties, and I don't like before I had all the badges, and then get to the last badge and be like, "Oh, this is hard still. (laughs) I'm not over leveled." Mm -hmm. But it gives you a proper challenge. It does. I haven't been challenged by Pokemon in a long time, you know. Mm. Other than just, you know, putting my own restrictions on things and whatever. Sure. You know, as as you do. But mm-hmm. to jump into this and just be like, no, test me. I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they're uh they're intense. Those are uh, those yeah. wrong hacks. I've forgotten the name of the guy that does it. What
3: uh it the name the D. yeah. Like Draenor or something like that.
2: Yeah. It's cl- close to it anyway yeah. uh yeah the the ROM hacks they make are uh, nuts they're they're crazy hard um are you doing like a nuzlocke or are you just playing through
3: no i'm just playing through because again i'd yeah. like to have fun
2: oh yeah that's true yeah you
3: know
2: <laughs> yeah it's a bit too much of a challenge if you do a nuzlocke as well because that is insane yeah the difficulty of that one yeah yeah, yeah. blaze Black's is notorious for being especially
3: difficult as well yeah. you chose a good one it's fun like i'm i'm having because again you get to it's not only just that it's harder it's just that like the entire pokedex worth of pokemon is like available to you
1: Mm -hmm. you know
3: like i like playing through a game i've played already and having there be different pokemon in each of the routes. you know what i mean like that is just me going through the same game again it doesn't matter that it's harder even if it was the same thing but if i was able to go through it just be like oh my god look there's a pokemon that i've never used in this game i will all of a sudden have new vigor to play that game again mm-hmm. you, you can go and talk to some of the the little harlequins in in uh what, whatever that city's called pastoria city no that's gen 4 Not i don't there, know the pastelia city the big mm-hmm. one the big yeah. new york looking city you can yeah. go to find the harlequins in that city and they'll give you like starters from other generations that's really they'll cool be, like hey, do you want a Charmander? Here's a Charmander. I'd be like, I did want a Charmander. Thank you very much, Harlequin. <laughs> and then I realized that that Charmander is an absolute terrible nature, so I had to leave it in the box, because that matters in this game. Yeah, man. Like, why does this Charizard suck? Why is this Charizard ass? And I looked at its stats, and I was like, oh, that's why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunate. Um, but yeah, that that's... Fun, fun little game, that. Um, do you want to know something else that's quite fun, Tempest?
3: What else is quite fun, dude?
2: Something I did yesterday, because I had a day off yesterday. Um, uh, and uh, my my partner also had a day off yesterday, which is not very often that that happens, because she works shift work as paramedic, and I, I have this job that kind of changes all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a day off together, so we were like, let's make the most of it. We got on a little date, and we went to a place called The Alchemist. Uh, in uh, somewhere in London, it's like by Liverpool Street. It means nothing to you, but I'm sure some listeners will know. Um, and they have some very, very fancy cocktails, and they're they're, they're very cool. Um, I put some up on my uh, Instagram story yesterday, and. Yes. Uh, and it's like it's like little like color changing stuff, and it has like it's almost like a, like a dry ice like smoke effect and stuff like that that's coming off all of them. Is really like you're, cool. You're sitting
3: there waiting to drink, and they're, they're showering you with liquid nitrogen or whatever. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> they have like they they do this thing where they can like it's in the, the video I put on my Instagram where they make like this big like bubble of stuff oh. that goes on top of some of the, the the cocktails, and then you're supposed to pop it with your nose. That's that's, that's the idea. Um. But we realized afterwards that part of the ingredient of that bubble thing is washing up liquid. <laughs> and we were like, is that safe? Is that okay to have? Can we drink that? Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently it's fine uh, in in whatever quantity they were using or whatever they put it with. Apparently it's okay. But afterwards I was like, that's weird.
3: <laughs> they, looked, they looked delicious. Oh, they were. You know, they, they looked like cartoon yeah. drinks, you
2: mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it was so cool. And yeah. we were saying, like, can we get away with stealing these glasses? Because, like, <laughs> cause like, it came in, like, the one that I got was called the Popsicle. And it came in, like, a like a, a glass that was shaped like an ice cream cone. Mm. Um, had, like, the kind of, like, big bubble on top that was supposed to be, like, the ice cream. In it. And it was, it was it was really cool. But then we're like, can we steal it? Realistically, I don't think <laughs> we can. <laughs> so, so we had to leave it. <laughs> we were like, we really want this, though, but it looks
3: nice. So we yeah. we
2: want it, and I feel like that's that's grounds enough to to steal it, right? If we want it enough, mm-hmm. I
3: think. Yeah, so. it sounds you sound like Rocket from the end of the first Guardians mm. of the Galaxy, really. right? Yeah, it's just like, what if they have something in the, and I want it. Can I can I take it's like no that that's stealing that's against the law but what yeah, if i delete. want it more than they they do that's still wrong but but sir you don't understand i want it yeah, more delete. than they do <laughs> it's like no sir sir i don't think you understand i want it more than they do yeah
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we do actually have an email i'm going to get to in the uh, outro bit of the, this podcast but for now we should probably get into the main portion uh well the first we're going to be talking about is what the hell is going on with Roman Reigns man Because we still don't know who his challenger is. Let's talk about it. The first thing we're going to talk about is Roman, which is a weird thing to discuss because it's something that wasn't on the show. But it probably should have been. Because, at, at this point... um. We've got two weeks until WrestleMania Backlash. And a couple weeks ago, there was a little interaction between Roman and Shinsuke Nakamura. And all of us were like, oh, I guess is going to be the first challenger to reigns at WrestleMania Backlash. And that's like, eh. Like, Shinsuke hasn't been portrayed as like a legitimate contender to any sort of world title for ages. As much as Shinsuke is great. It's fine. It's whatever. But at least he's got a challenger that was set up straight after WrestleMania. Cool. However, he then hasn't interacted with Shinsuke since, and the A-plot has been, hey, Usos, go unify the tag titles. And that's been what the the whole premise of the Bloodline has been for the past couple weeks. Excuse me. So, on this show, I was like, well, hopefully now they're at least going to set up what Roman is doing at Backlash. They didn't. Uh, <laughs> which is... Really annoying, because at least Roman was on this show as well, but they still didn't even like tease what it could have been. Because we had the the we had a fun match midway through the show, which was Riddle versus Jey Uso, which was kind of building that whole tag title unification thingy. We had an interaction at the start of the show, which was RK-Bro and Drew McIntyre getting chummy and being like, Hey, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, let's bury the hatchet. We're cool now. And then Sami Zayn went to Roman Reigns to be like, hey, can you help with my match against Drew? Because it benefit you guys. You know, the Usos, uh, if you guys come out, RK-Bro are going to be there. It will help you. And I was like, okay, maybe they're going to tease like a, a Roman-Drew thing. Maybe that's going to, Roman's going to come out and help Sammy, and he would interact with Drew. And then they set up a Roman-Drew at Backlash. That could be kind of cool, but there was nothing. Because in the main event of the show, it was a Lumberjack match. And uh, the Usos super kicked RK-Bro, which led to a brawl with everyone else. Sami Zayn ran away. Got an announcement it's going to be a steel cage match <laughs> next
3: week. Who could have seen this coming, Pete? I know, Tempest. God. <laughs> Lumberjack match ending in a no contest or a con- yeah. count out or whatever. And then yeah. Drew McIntyre, Claymore, Jinder Mahal.
2: And then that was the show. There was nothing to do with Roman on the show <laughs> at all.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like, can you imagine? Cause the idea the idea is supposed to be, here's WrestleMania, that's the series or season finale of WWE. Mm-hmm. Watch the next episode of Raw and SmackDown to get hooked on what we're doing next. Here's the new season. Here's the new challengers, the new direction. Here's something for you to get invested in. If you haven't been watching WWE except for this road to WrestleMania, here's why you should keep watching and keep on to WrestleMania Backlash. What's the only world champion in the company doing? I ain't got a goddamn clue. Mm -hmm. Why would you put both belts on someone and then not give them a program? (laughs) Now... I know that they're going to do that next week, supposedly. Spoilies. The, 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 the Roman Reigns opponent is heavily implied to be revealed mm. at yes. the next episode of SmackDown. So it's not like they're not going to do it. They're just doing a bad job, Yeah, which is because... a par for the course at this point, I would say. It sure is. Because initially,
2: you could have given WWE a bit, little bit of leeway because... At the time, there was rumors going around that Roman might have been injured, and maybe they were waiting to see, like, how severe the injury was and what plans they would need to make based off that. And that's totally fair if that is the case. But the problem is they, they pre-taped next week's SmackDown where Roman's Challenger has been set up. Spoilers. Roman's Challenger has been set up as of next week's SmackDown, which has been pre-taped. But <laughs> this episode, which was filmed on the same night, is nothing. So they yeah. knew, as of yesterday, what the plan was with Roman. And they didn't do anything with it on this show. I don't know why they're waiting so long to do this. When well, now they know. If they didn't know before, they know now. They knew as of yesterday. And they decided not to set anything up. Which, to me, is baffling. Because, as you said, mm-hmm. like going into WrestleMania, Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar was the only thing that mattered in WWE. You yeah. could make the argument that Charlotte and Ronda maybe mattered. Beck and Bianca sort of mattered. Sure. But Roman and Brock was the thing that mattered. Biggest WrestleMania match of all time. That was the thing that you should care about more than anything else. And since WrestleMania, what are you supposed to care about? You've always just been told Roman matters, nothing else matters. And afterwards, you're like, Roman still matters, but he's not doing anything. So care about... Nothing in the meantime.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's rough, isn't it? Like, they really loaded everything you could care about onto that Roman and Brock match. Like, Mm. Brock won the Royal Rumble. They had both titles on the line. Yep. You had Paul Heyman. And I didn't care. Nah. You know, I didn't care that much, which is kind of baffling, which again, tells me that instead of putting all the titles on one dude or or having the Royal Rumble winner also win the WWE Championship along the way, I would have spread that wealth out a little bit, personally. Have the WWE Championship be defended against other dudes and, you know, have uh, have somebody new win a Royal Rumble, you know? Like, I, I, I wouldn't have... have pitch this at the time but with hindsight is 2020 and i've seen a lot of people just like just like have a random winner once in a while just a surprise like have montez ford win just no one would have thought about it no one would have seen it coming just boom there's a new guy and who cares they didn't have any plans for the wwe title like none they didn't know what they were going to do by the time they got to elimination chamber and they were like uh brock because that's the only answer they've had for yep. like five years is go, uh, Brock, do something else. Because now you're mm-hmm. not doing anything. Yeah. Right. Like literally yeah. nothing. And I would just personally prefer something rather than nothing. Yeah. I don't think that's Especially a particularly hot Especially when you look at this SmackDown. You can't even get a finish to like the C plot of SmackDown. We've had the same finish from this match three weeks in a row. And I get that they're building to a cage or whatever, but, like, it's boring. It's boring when that's, like, the main event picture on SmackDown because you don't have a champion. Ah. See, the thing is, boring. the
2: finish to the match of Sami Zayn running away and the match ending, I assume, in a no contest because there aren't any count outs in a Lumberjack match. So I guess it's just a no-contest finish? Sure. If Sami Zayn was coming up with unique and creative ways to duck out of getting a match, which leads to a steel cage match, you could make the argument that that's a good story. That's a natural build-up to a payoff of, Sami, you can't run away anymore because you've been running away a lot. But the problem is, it's the same finish every time. It's just Sami running away. With no, like, there's nothing unique, there's nothing special about it. It's just... Sammy runs away, it's the same, which is just boring. You're telling the same story beat multiple times and then going, and now a cage match rather than building that story point. And to me, that's not good. That's what what I'm saying.
3: And at the same time, it just kind of goes to show the differences in booking philosophy and whatnot. By the time we get to the match between Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn, They'll have wrestled four times. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see it a fourth time. No. I don't care if they're gonna give me a finish this time. I'm now burnt out on the feud. And I'll say Mm -hmm. the same thing that I said the first time around. I want to want to want let me try that again. I want to want to watch these guys. Yeah. Like I wanna be excited about Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre, but when I see the exact same match with the exact same bad finish three weeks in a row. You're not going to get me to pay to see them wrestle a fourth time. Nah. And I don't care enough about their storyline to care about why Sami Zayn is running away. He's just running away. He's a capable wrestler that mm-hmm. can't wrestle. Yep. We're jumping all over the place. But like you've got so your Usos in your Yeah, you've got your Usos in your RK Bro, which is supposed to be the focus of the show. And to be fair, it is, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, as far as matches that are happening week to week, this is the A program of SmackDown right now. It was in yeah. the main event slot, and it's bad. I don't know how else to say it, but, like, yeah. it's bad. This show yeah. is bad. It's, it's bad uh, show. I want to want to watch SmackDown. It's
2: The thing oh, with man. this is, the thing that winds me up is yeah. that I mean there's several things that wind me up, let's be real. You? But No, it's impossible. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. You see that tweet where someone was like, um, do your biggest pet peeves in wrestling. And I just quote tweeted it's been like, how much time you got? <laughs> because yeah. there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, but the the thing that really winds me up about this is that okay, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna have to talk about spoilers for next week. So if you don't want to hear spoilers for next week's SmackDown and what happens. Then mute this stream, and I will wave my hands wildly when it is safe for you to listen again. Because I'm just going to talk about what happens next week and who Roman's challenger is. So if you don't want to hear that, just mute for a little bit. I'll give you five more seconds to mute. Four, three, two, one. Okay, so on next week's SmackDown, it's seemingly set up that it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns—a backlash. Which is the person that I thought would have challenged Roman Reigns after WrestleMania. He was the guy that was being built up and protected and all that stuff, and he seems like they were just kind of in the holding pattern with Drew until you get to this point. Mm-hmm. Fine. You've done the Reigns-Lesnar stuff. You have Drew as the next challenger. But this is not the way to build it. <laughs> to have this it is not the way to build Drew out from Backlash. Sure. To just say, it's Drew now. Everyone care. You'll be like, "Why? Like, what? What, what are we possibly going to care about? He's just been having a comedy feud with Sami Zayn, where Sami Zayn's just running away from him, and then he's going to challenge Roman for the belt. Like, I, how are we possibly supposed to care about that? I, d-
3: I don't get it, man. The show is dog ass. Yeah, it sure is. Like- Yeah, because I would have figured that Drew and Roman would have been, like, the program for SummerSlam, perhaps. Right? You know, if you're not going to build it up proper for Backlash, like, that seems like the biggest clash you could have of two full-time guys on the WWE roster right now. Absolutely. And either they're going to do that, but do, like, three pay-per-view matches before that, and I'm not going to care about SummerSlam, or this is just the match and they're going to have like a really good four and a quarter star match at backlash Mm -hmm. and that'll be it and then we're going to be like well what do we do with Roman at SummerSlam and I'm sure they'll bring back John Cena for a rematch or something you know because they fired everyone there's no one on this roster Pete no one there's no one else who's he gonna friggin' wrestle Ricochet I don't ah, know. Like Cody it, it, Rhodes, who wrestled Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam, it's fine. That's
2: I honestly I hope so. And I hope Cody wins because I want something to change, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really tired of this Roman stuff,
3: I'll be honest. And it wouldn't be that hard. They just could keep right. doing like see the problem whenever they didn't have like a credible challenger or a big match or whatever, they would just go with the Roman Uso's thing. Yeah. And we've gotten no Roman Usos development in like eight months.
2: I've got so Since many Since they all them.
3: joined up together at Money in the Bank or whatever. Like they all did their group hug and then the Usos won the yeah. tag titles. There's been no conflict, no resolution, no development between the Roman and the Usos. And that was the most important part of this storyline to me. I and have... now what the hell have we got? so
2: many thoughts and feelings about that which i'll come on to later when we talk about the riddle Uso match but for now i think we could just stop talking about spoilers everyone listen listen to the stream again on mute wow wow wave my hands wildly um,
3: yeah, i wanted roman to hold this title for like four years to I... like have a bruno Martino run and they don't have enough people to no, make that interesting they need nope. to turn him baby face so he can start wrestling heels yeah We'll just like, turn the heel baby face. do care.
2: Whatever. Yeah.
3: Do something. Anyway. Anyway.
2: Um, should we do some ultra chats? I, I have not much else to say about this. It's stupid. Yeah. Like, if you know what you're gonna do with Roman, build it on this show. That's it. They're doing just it next your champion. week. Do it this show. Because the biggest thing in the company. It's got both world titles. <laughs> build it properly. Yeah. Do it better. WWE. Jesus.
0: You know it's time to shave your balls! Ooh. Manscaped Baby! Manscaped is the name. Performance package is the game. Lawn Mower 4.0. Waterproof cordless deal the show. Great deal. 20% off your order from your friends. Here at Wrestle Talk, we love thee. Use the code WTTV. Free international shear ping. We even get yourself two free gifts with the weed whacker for your nose. Cause it's not just about your balls! Manscaped baby! You know it's time to shave your balls! Treat yourself baby! That's right, you can get 20% off your order and free international shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. That's 20% off your order international shipping landscape.com forward slash WTTV
2: let's get into some of your old chats here wrestletalk.com forward slash support get yeah, send those in tails p said remember when shinsuke won a gauntlet match to be a number one contender which somehow became adam pierce which then became kevin owens
3: yeah, yeah i'd forgotten about that shinsuke nakamura yeah. looked like he was gonna be like kind of cool and like a, a big player again for two weeks isn't it weird
2: how you can build someone up with booking for good booking for one week yeah that's what you need and someone goes oh Damn, I care about this person again. Awesome. Yeah. And it then actively they don't
3: do choose not to do it, and it. Yeah. Crazy. It's not like it takes more effort to do it. You're still booking a show. You can just yeah book it well. Yeah. Oh.
2: You know? name. <laughs> <laughs> uh. said in WWE, steel cage matches won by escaping the cage, right? So they booked a match for someone who runs away in a match that can be won by running away.
3: This is not lost on me. Yeah, open the They've, door. Uh, shout out to Jake Roberts for that interview he did, where he's like, Vince McMahon's a smart guy. He's done a lot good. But WWE killed the cage match. Mm. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They've got the stupidest rules for a cage match in the history of all combat sports.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's very Put stupid. Put you in a cage. You win the cage by getting out of the cage. <laughs> ah! <laughs>
2: <sighs> uh call it the Christopher said willing to bet Sammy escapes the cage next week too. The only natural form of escalation after that is a hell in a cell match, which is going to end in a no contest.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
2: um does this, does this end are. with hell
3: in a cell or does this end with false count anywhere?
2: This ends with nothing. This ends with them that's, dropping the story. That's
3: probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Anyway.
2: Uh Riot DR said, hey yo. So Xylee has all of these vignettes explaining she's here to protect the weak. Now she claims no one deserves her protection. So does that mean no one on the SmackDown roster is weak? Lazy storytelling. All love, jam that jam, L I W for life. I I had to pause that segment and I just could not stop laughing because mm-hmm. wow. 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 WWE. Nice. Wow. 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 Uh I'll wow. talk about that more later, but yeah. Frank Marina said, so the almighty Bobby Lashley is just not thinking about the Raw title at all?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Where's the, the Roman Bobby match that we should be getting out, out of all of this? He should have been the first challenger.
2: Yeah, that would have been great.
3: You know? Not I, <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah. I keep saying that, and I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but like...
2: Yeah, man. I'm I'm with you.
3: It's not that difficult. I don't want to make it sound like I'm so much smarter than everyone, but mm. you could write a better show in your sleep. Mm. It's just uh, not that difficult. It's not.
2: The, uh. thing is, the thing is, I don't think either of us are claiming that we could write an amazing show. We're just saying that we could write a competent show. Like something that makes sense. We could do that. It's easy. It's really not that hard to understand if you have a character that has a certain motivation and another character that has another motivation, how do they interact? Okay, cool. There's your story. Done. Yeah. And WWE's like, but what if we throw (laughs) in three different plot developments that are all the same and we just put them one week after the other? Hmm.
3: They're getting strong Sonya DeVille Naomi flashbacks from me <laughs> Right. <laughs> Except instead of three weeks in a row, it's six months in a row. Ah, oh, God. A storyline that also never finished. <laughs> <laughs> People ask why we hate watching SmackDown. I waited Ugh. for the payoff of that for six months, and they just put on. it on to Ronda Rousey. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Anyway, let's
2: talk yeah. about the rest of SmackDown show. We? We'll be getting some more of your ultra tracks later. Keep sending those into wrestletalk.com yeah. forward slash
3: support. Show is a great source of comedy for me. It is, isn't it?
2: It's great. Yeah. So opening segment for this one was contract signing. Okay. This is a nitpick. I understand this is a nitpick. If if Ronda Rousey issued the challenge, Charlotte said no. But then the match got made official anyway. Why do they need a contract signing if the match is already official? Why?
1: (laughs) You
3: can ask why. You can ask why about every step of this feud. Like, why mm-hmm. did the match get made official in the first place? When Charlotte said she didn't want to do it, yeah, and then you had the the Usos and the RK Bro, and they said, "Oh, you accepted the challenge. We still have to get it made official." <laughs> what? <laughs> what does anything matter on this show? If it's official, why do you need to sign a contract? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
3: doesn't make any sense. The bigger problem is why do you keep putting Ronda Rousey in promo segments? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're determined to force this square peg into the round hole. God, yeah. I okay. This
2: segment I thought had some. It was it was fine. You know, it wasn't terrible. It was it was Drew Gulak's back. That's good. Have Drew Gulak doing more things. He's funny at his thing. He tried to bring back the PowerPoint presentation and Charlotte said, no, shut up. And I was like, oh, boo, Charlotte. We like (sighs) PowerPoint presentations. That was good. That made sense. It devolved into a brawl because, of course, it did. Kendo sticks. Great. And then... (laughs) Nitpick number two for this segment.
3: (laughs) Why did Ronda RCP up Drew Gulak?
2: Aren't we supposed to like him? <laughs> Isn't that the uh, point? He, Wasn't that the he, point he of Charlotte stopped, shutting down his power presentations?
3: from He stopped her from hitting Charlotte with the stick. Sure, didn't but like that, it's fine.
2: But then he, it, she, she did an armbar to Gulak and then signed the contract while she was doing an armbar, which I thought was a really cool visual. Um, so that's nice. Just yeah, he's, sure he's, he's just like gonna they... be
3: the the goober that gets beat up by heels and babyfaces. I think sure, that's fine. Yeah, he's a stooge yeah sure. he's he's brandon Cutler
2: he's Brandon Cutler that's fair um this was fine I've seen worse but
3: mm-hmm.
2: it is what it is it was um, it wasn't
3: Rhonda's worst day on on no, the stick. So, for sure and I, I thought to that.
2: she looked good when she did that armbar like she actually mm-hmm. showed a level of physical charisma when she was doing that and was like hmm. So I got the contract out, got the pen out. I was like, can you give me the pen? And Gulag's like, I have my arm! And she's like, come on, pen! And I was like, that's that's good! That's good physical mm-hmm. charisma that she can do. It's just when she has to talk that it gets lost in translation. Um, mm.
1: The
3: translation of English. Yes. The translation uh, from mouth, from brain to mouth.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, but I then didn't like this next segment, which was Xavier Woods versus Butch. Oh. Mm. Michael Cole said, "the the unholy trinity, as they like to be called,
3: do they? <laughs> <They're> the brood, <laughs> the unholy trilogy. Is this edges trinity? Crew? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's... Yeah. And yeah. also remember, remember saying that we'd seen these matches already with the exact same finish, like yeah. Xavier Woods beating Butch with a roll up. Yeah."
2: The backwards. Damn it!
3: Why didn't I retweet that one tweet I have about SmackDown being a rerun? Mm-hmm. Evergreen content, folks.
2: So <clears throat> Woods wins with his new finish—a legitimate finisher, not just like a little tongue-in-cheek Twitter thing anymore. But it's legitimately called the Backwards. Smoke weed every day. Yeah, like just blaze. As this as finisher now, there's a roll up. You never know, made all the jokes about the roll up being the most devastating finisher in
3: WWE? Like, it actually is now. It's part of what you're doing. Yeah, he's going to do it. I mean, he learned. He listened. He was like, sure. yeah, it's the most devastating finisher. I'm going to use it. And now he's never going to lose again. Sure. Uh, He wins with the
2: roll up with the backwards. Butch then gets angry and runs off through the crowd, walks away. And Michael Carl on commentary says he's a petulant, spoiled brat. All right, that's a surefire way to get
3: him over, it. Like, I love, I love their, their technique of trying to get people over, where they give someone a stupid gimmick, and then they put them on TV, and they have the announcers go, look at this stupid, worthless, piece of crap of a wrestler! He's useless! Look at him, he's a petulant child! He's the, don't care about this kid! Oh, I can't believe he didn't get over.
2: Why isn't he getting over?
3: Why, Why don't do people get care? Over? <laughs> God, it's Pete Dunn. Like you know, it's not uh, that hard. I thought about this last night. That I I sat down and was watching Pete Dunn versus Consequences Creed. Yeah, and, and any other promotion, I'd be really excited about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know. Yeah.
2: Anyway, <clears throat> um. Ricochet and Aaliyah are backstage. Remember Aaliyah?
3: Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. I watched I watched this show with a friend. Know. <laughs> and like, yeah, and the only thing he knows about her is her debut or whatever that match was. So she pops up on screen for the first time in like three months. He's like, Oh, it's Barf Girl. And I was like, please <laughs> stop. It's <laughs> like, please stop. Just, That's mean. I want to be nice to Aaliyah. She's just yeah. a nice, uh, she's a nice girl from Toronto, and mm-hmm. I want to cheer her based on that. Yep. She doesn't wrestle but
2: though. She also might struggle with talking because asking oh. Ricochet here, you've defeated this person and this person and this person. <laughs> What's next for your title, Ricochet? And I was like, are you a backstage interviewer? Like, what are you? What's up with this, Aaliyah? whatever uh such charisma on display ricochet says that he's ready to defend against all comers jinder Mahal and shanky walk in and jinder's like you should defend your title and ricochet says i'll defend my title against anyone and then shanky says face me and he goes okay
3: if i was fantasy booking a tv like a tv title reign for this ricochet fellow shanky would Mm. not be near the top of my list but jinder wouldn't have been either no oh well
2: hey ho here's what it is that's next week uh walter had a squash match against teddy goods great name
3: yeah with with, with a well you know he's a star then Mm. only stars use z's in their name it's like the hardy boys but better (laughs) (laughs) I need a segment on one of these shows that's just awesome jobber names. You know? Yeah.
1: You that's know?
3: good, yeah. Ooh. I want to take, like, uh, I might have an idea for, like, a future round of Quizlemania or something. Just, like, associate mm-hmm. the, the really bad jobber name to the person who ended up being a star. Could be fun. Well, that's good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Nice. Big fan. Um, Who did John
3: Silver end up being? I'll give you three guesses.
2: Gonna have a wild guess. It might be me. Um, I <laughs> I thought while watching this squash match, I was like, "Isn't it a shame that when people come up from NXT now, they can't just like immediately be a big deal and like go for world titles and stuff because they've not done that in a while, not since like mm. Bala? Question mark. Probably the last yeah, time.
3: Yeah, that would probably be about it.
2: Yeah, and I don't know whether it's because Bala got injured or not. But, like, they did it perfectly with that. Like, he got called up, and immediately, he, like, beat Roman Reigns. And everyone was like, what?
3: To and be fair, like, to be yeah. fair, that was also when Roman had been suspended and needed to be well, written off TV for a month. And yeah. I do think that plays a big part of
2: it. Yes. <laughs> but let's just focus on the positives here. I mean, <laughs> he beat Rollins at SummerSlam, and it was like, oh, my God, new world champion? That's amazing. In, like, the first, like, month since he got called up? That's awesome. Um, and then he got yep. injured, and then they've never done it since. And it's like,
3: that's... You've that's ruined it really, that everyone, you ruined it for everyone, Finn. You ruined it for all of NXT, Finn. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. literally every, sure. every, every, every year that, like, a big star would get, like, debuted on the main roster, I'd be like, how can we debut this person and make it, like, feel really special? And I would always say, like, if it was the first SmackDown or Raw or whatever after WrestleMania or SummerSlam, and you need a new challenger for the WWE Championship, you have, like, all the top contenders, like, do the do the promo thing where they kind of come out one after another, interrupt each other, populate the ring, and then all of a sudden, scre- like, lights go black, Shinsuke Nakamura's music hits for the first time. And all the top stars all look and they're like, oh, damn, it's it's, it's real now. Like, yeah. you don't treat it like, you know, Dolph Ziggler being like, Shinsuke Nakamura, you know. No, you have him come out and immediately be a top contender and just be like, I want mm-hmm. the next shot. And everyone be like, whoa, yep. I don't want to face this guy. He's bad news. Yeah, totally. It would be really easy to do stuff like uh, that. And I want more NXT call-ups to be like that. Did you see the Tommaso Ciampa's on main event?
2: My light turned off. Oh, no. I did not see that. That's a shame. I'm going to go turn on my light. <laughs> What's I the next thing I can
3: talk about it. All right. Yeah, Tommaso Ciampa's on main event, everyone. That didn't take long. Oh, it's a depressing depressing time. It is. And it's it's unfortunate because I like Tommaso Champa. And he's a guy that you look at I think he could go and like maybe Edge's crew. Maybe just be an awesome wrestler. Either of those ideas <laughs> is fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Alcoholic Pete knocking over his, his three cases of beer bottles.
2: It's definitely not that. It's definitely uh like a light. Ah, on the top you can. can, It's got waxed, and the light heats it. Uh huh. I I just kicked it though. Very nice. I shouldn't do. No one. No one told my partner that I kicked it because it's. I'm Fragile. Anywho, um, we got uh, RK and Drew McIntyre backstage. Drew and Randy say they're good now. They're on good terms, so they're fine now.
3: I would rather that than them wrestle again.
2: For sure. And I like the fact that they actually acknowledged it. And I like the fact that Drew said, hey, you stood up to the bloodline. That's fine with me. I think you're cool because you stood up to the bloodline. And I was like, good. Makes sense.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Riddle versus Jey Uso came next. So I had thoughts about this one. Because if it were me, I would have booked Jey Uso to win here.
3: Main event Jey Uso.
2: Main event Jey Uso. Not in the main event. I would have booked Jay to win because not only does that subtly tell the audience that Jay is better than Jimmy, which is the story they were telling before, Uh was that Jimmy was the one who kept getting pinned, main event Jay Uso, he's the one that was carrying, etc. And if you were to build Jay Uso back to the point where he could feasibly challenge Reigns at some point, this would be a way to keep that plate spinning, to show, to mirror the two matches. You had Jimmy last week, you have Jay the Big Jimmy loses, Jay wins. That puts Uh that over. Um, and yeah, that would be a good way to kickstart that kind of rebuilding of Jey So to get back to that point, because you can tell that story again. It's not abandoned yet. They've paused it essentially, if they want to. Right. It's lying dormant, and if they want to retell that story, they still have the opportunity. I also thought that Riddle could do with a win. I know he won last week, but he does always, he's always like the full guy in RK Bro, mm-hmm. and he's always a guy that gets worked over in their matches and stuff like that, so building Riddle is not a bad thing. So I, I really didn't know what I wanted out of this match. Um, But Riddle winning with a roll-up is like... I think it's fine. I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know how I felt about this match. Like, the match itself was really fun. I thought this was mm. easily the best match on the show. This was a lot of fun. Really, really enjoyed this match. Lots of high spots. It was cool. I like Jey Uso doing Brandy Orton's big backdrop onto the commentary table. I like Riddle using the the hanging DDT. Yeah, I, th- I think this was all good stuff. And I don't know whether they did still tell that story of Jey Uso being better than Jimmy by Riddle winning with a roll-up versus winning with an RKO and just winning clean. I, 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 don't know. I bet I they'll don't...
3: never mention it. I bet they'll never mention oh, it. Oh yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. I I really like uh, Riddle using Randy Orton's spots and Randy Orton mm-hmm. being extremely excited about it. Yeah, yeah. I want I want a top ten list of Randy Orton being a goofball, like when he hit the RKO on Mark Henry and did the, the yeah did the big star split. jump that he did. Yeah. yeah, I want moments like that, and I feel like we're getting a lot of them with him teaming with Riddle. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, Riddle won.
3: Good. Cool. Riddle's being built. Something. Fine. I think it's fine at this point. I think they've long since given up on main event Jey Uso. Until they remember that it exists. And they'll come around and be like, oh, you remember what I did for you? And you were main event Jey Uso. You were were the Andre the Giant winner. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're going to make us pretend that all of the last year never happened.
2: I... Yeah, I mean that that's right. I, I genuinely think that I'm probably just salty because they have all the potential with that story and they're not doing it. So I mean, yeah. probably just a mean thing. But yeah. it's what it is. Um Zia Lee.
1: <laughs> oh Lord.
2: Zia <laughs> Lee backstage just said, I was the protector and I helped protect the weak. But there's no one here that's worthy of my protection, and now I protect myself. And I was like, wow. They already didn't know how to book her as a babyface. So they just turned her heel.
3: Good job. Yeah. Real, Good job. Real solid. Remember mm-hmm. Shotzi? hmm.
2: I forgot she was here. I'll be honest. Yeah. She's not even in a tag team.
3: No. They, you she know is. why? Because they fired her tag partner. sure did. Maybe she can be in a tag team with Xylee. They're both mm-hmm. eels now for no reason. Yeah, yeah screw it. <laughs> oh, goodness me.
2: <sighs> Why playing <now? laughs> <Why> play out?
3: <now? laughs> oh, this show is so bad. <laughs> really bad. God damn, I had to listen to Louis Dangor say that SmackDown was this amazing show for like all of 2020. You want to put good money on that one?
2: <laughs> God. Jesus. Roman Reigns was good in 2020. Not much else was.
3: I like Bailey, Dre, at that point. Bailey and Banks were great
2: in 2020. Yeah. They were really good.
1: Yeah.
2: But God damn. Uh, Banks and Naomi came out and did a promo. In the recap, they said that their new tag team finish is called Rents Due. And I was like, don't like that.
3: Yeah.
2: That's not good. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it kind of vibes. Um Banks and Naomi said the reason they have no competition is because they're so good. And I was like, that's not true. It's because there's only one other team in this friggin' tag division. And, and they got interrupted that. by that team. Because of course Yeah.
3: Yeah. Nonsense.
2: Where is Rachel? Sure. She's too busy smiling backstage, Tempest. Yeah um uh, the the thing the thing with this promo is naomi and banks started listing off the tag teams that had
3: split up and i'm like stop it stop
2: yeah. pointing out how bad your show is
3: yeah they it's really weird. like doing that every so often they will just be like yeah. we've got a really bad show let us talk yeah. about it huh they don't realize that what they're doing is bad yeah they don't look at breaking up tag teams as a bad thing nope whatever
2: uh Natalia and Beta interrupted. Cool. Um, Madcap Moss is not funny. But the problem is, he's got exactly the same gimmick as before. But now we're expected to laugh with him, which we don't, oh. because he's not funny. Ugh. <sighs> he beat Angel. And we also got a video package for Raquel Rodriguez. It, like, just before the match, because pacing. Uh, Corbin attacked Moss afterwards, and then he steals the Andrew the Giant Battle Royal trophy.
3: Mm-hmm. A Mustard trophy.
2: I don't care. Nope.
3: Nope. No, no thoughts. Um... I could have told you that making Mad Cat Moss the babyface of all this, like, like, yeah, that was the direction, but it wasn't gonna work. No. He's got talent. It's yeah. Just... Madcap Moss is a terrible character.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The person who plays Madcap Moss, I'm sure, yeah. could succeed under different circumstances. Yeah. I, I also feel that it. way
3: about about 100 people over the last five years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me. you see how this company is just my Joker story. Mm, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure is. Oh, man.
2: Sami Zayn speaks to Roman Reigns backstage. Roman Reigns lambasts the Usos for losing. Though, the Roman of the past would be like, why are you disrespecting the family? You lost twice in two weeks. How dare you disrespect the family? This time he was sick now. The Usos were like, oh, I'm sorry, Like we lost. Oh, sorry, man. And he's like, okay. Like, Roman, you should be more pissed than that. Like, I thought that was the character that... You- it just seems out of character, is what I'd say.
3: Roman spent a whole show watching SmackDown. He doesn't care anymore. <laughs> That's
2: true. He's so apathetic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Sami Zayn comes in and tries to speak to Reigns to be like, "Hey, can I get some help against Drew? Because it would also benefit you." RK Bro going to be there as uh, lumberjacks. So if you want to come and help out, we'll mutually benefit both of us. Um. Cool. This was interesting. We see some characters that don't normally interact. That's
3: nice. Remember when Roman Reigns was going to face Sami Zayn for the Universal title? And it went like 10 seconds? Yeah. I really was excited for that match. Mm. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, Reigns said here to the Usos... Because Sami Zayn said that uh, Drew and RK Bro were talking mad S about him and his family. Ooh. So Reigns said to the Usos, go and take my name out of their mouths. Which I'm assuming means RK Bro and Drew McIntyre, because those are the people that were chatting S about him. Uh-huh. Bear that in mind for the main event, because I think it's important. Um... <clears throat> Lacey Evans did chapter three of her backstory. Um, This was just as good as the other two, I thought. Another really good promo from Lacey. Um, I have a fear. I have a worry, Tempest. That while this stuff is very good, and I don't want to take away from it, and WWE aren't currently doing this, but I feel like I'm seeing the warning signs. I don't want them to overdo this. And I don't want them to be like, The inspirational Lacey Evans. They'll make her nickname the inspirational Lacey Evans. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, what an inspiration. Former Marine. She overcame all this stuff. She's such an inspiration. She's really inspirational. What an inspiration, Lacey Evans. And even though she is pretty objectively an inspiration, saying it for like every segment that she's in will be bad. And I don't want WWE to do that. I (sighs) feel like their track record speaks for them.
3: I can't wait for all of this to end up turning her heel and for people to be like booing an abuse victim oh. or an abuse survivor. God, like... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> like, I can't wait for that to happen and for me to uncomfortably have to review it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, but it was a good promo, regardless. Um...
3: Yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> it's going well.
2: Yeah, it's going well for now. Um, We got the main event of the Lumberjack match with Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. RK-Bro were there. The Usos were there. I was like, hey, Shinsuke Nakamura's there. First time we've seen him since he's interactable with Roman Reigns. There's a lot of plates spinning in this main event. I'm curious what's going to happen with Roman Reigns. Nothing. Nothing happens with Roman Reigns. That's annoying. So as we mentioned earlier... Um, RK-Bro, we're going to throw Sammy back in the ring. They get super kicked by the Usos. Big Brawl breaks out. The Usos do the super kicks to RK-Bro and then they walk away. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to beat up Drew McIntyre? I thought that was the point. Was you were supposed to attack RK-Bro and Drew McIntyre. That's, that, that's, that's what Reigns told you to do, right? Which, if they'd have done that, then, you know, would have, like, maybe teased a Roman Drew thing, if they're going to do that. You know, Ooh. which is like a, a solid way to start building that story if they want to build that story. But they didn't do that. They just beat up RK Bro, which is like cool. But we already knew that was happening because you've already been telling that story. We already know it's going to be useless versus RK Bro. And it wasn't really a progression of what's already been happening with the Riddle singles matches. It was just another couple of super kicks. Sure, whatever. And Shinsuke was irrelevant in this segment, by the way. In case you thought that something was going to happen with Shinsuke, it ain't. Because nothing happened in this segment.
3: Nope. <laughs> Two out of five show. Two out of and five show. Nothing happened on this show. No, nah, man. I
2: really enjoyed Jim versus Riddle. Sometime. And Lacey's promo was good. Everything else was a bit boring, a bit throwaway.
3: Yeah. Nah. I've already forgotten this show. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's, it's right. out of my brain. I will never, never. I will never, and I will never think about it again.
2: Yeah, Here's rampage. Let's do it. Also, as the credits came up for the show, I mean, wait, that was the main event.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's always a good sign, you know. Every yeah. so often, like the show's ending, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, that was it. That was yeah. the, that was that was the main event. That's it." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Woo. Anyway, let's talk
2: about Rampage, which kicked off with Adam Cole versus Tomohiro Ishii makes Yay.
3: me so happy makes me so Ish- happy
2: ishii no sending a super kick going straight into a lariat like made me hulk up in my seat i was like <laughs> yeah, go on, ishii it was great um oh, very fantastic. cool i really enjoyed this match it was just a bit of fun yeah <laughs> that's pretty much what you wanted from this match it was just cole versus ishii a bit of fun
3: cole wins great all i wanted it's all i wanted i just like you hear that and I'm like, that's gonna be fun and it was fun yeah easy oh my god what a fun match like yeah it wasn't well it wasn't to me at like the same level as like danielson suzuki and you know matches like that the really top level uh, new japan crossover matches that we've had over the last year or so yeah that being said, it was still exactly what I wanted. It was just fun. Tomihiro Ishii matches are pure fun to me. I yep. know I'm going to enjoy every single one of them, and this was one of them.
2: Yep. I really don't have much else to say because it was just fun. Jay White did interference at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, good. Helped Cole win. Distracted the referee. called it a low blow. Boom. Wins. Mm-hmm. Cool. Celebrate with Jay he- White on the ramp
3: we had an ultra chat come in yesterday on the magazine show that said that uh, the potent his their dream match fantasy booking scenario for the forbidden door show is jay white against adam page for the uh, aew world championship and adam cole against okada for the iwgp championship and have like because they interrupted the announcement and they're kind of getting pushed as like Sure, know, for the, sure. the crossover people right now have those be the top two matches and then you can do like your punk and Tenta and danielson and saber and all those type of matches but those two top matches i think uh they tick a lot of boxes
2: mm. yeah yeah,
3: that is fun. I quite like it. Maybe you have, maybe you have Kenny Omega come back at the show. Adam Cole's facing Okada. This is, this is, had a mad page. J. Oh my Michael. god, a
2: three-way stare down with Omega, Cole, and Okada. <laughs> <It'd be> like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Happening lot. There. That um, is,
3: there's a lot to look forward to.
2: Hook. He well, spoke. He speaks. Words. And he sounded cool. I'm really glad that his voice kind of <laughs> matches the demeanor, and it wasn't yeah. like,
0: hey, you got my attention now?
2: And I'll be like, whoa, Jesus, that's not okay. But I'll no, see good. you
0: all so time! <laughs> yeah.
3: Let's
1: do this! <laughs> um, yes.
2: Yeah, this is fine. Yeah. I still, I'm still not super into the Danhausen thing, but I know yeah, that's yes. just me. I know I'm in the minority. People love it.
3: Cool. Should have, like, kissed him on the cheek. Just get real close and just like the deadpool thing.
2: Mhm.
3: Assert your dominance. <laughs> under yeah. Danhausen.
2: Uh cool. Yeah. That's fine. Right on. Um Lance Archer squashes a Pentico, sends a message to Wardlow, kind of was doing the one more time thing and kind of like trying to serenade the crowd, which was great. Um and then he he went to go do it one more time and then didn't. What a heel. Uh yeah.
3: I it's like fine. that they're feeding the monsters a squash match before losing to Wardlow. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun.
2: Makes Wardlow look better. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, a little video promo for Tony Nice. Fine. Sure. And then we had. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. Really like that Daniel Garcia was wearing Stephanie McMahon's ECW hat. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's entrance. a menace
3: wearing a Kangol hat. Oh, I love Kango Daniel Garcia. Uh,
2: Stephanie McMahon's ECW
3: hat. Um
2: Kingston won clean in this match, and this was also a bit of fun. Um again, really enjoyed this match. It was good. Both of them are very fun. I really I I genuinely I don't have much more to say, but that's not in a bad way. They're just right. very fun matches to watch, and it's enjoyable. Yeah.
3: I really like that they're able to get Daniel Garcia a bunch of wins in like six man mm-hmm. tags and that sort of thing, pinning Eddie Kingston and getting him over as like, oh, Daniel Garcia's winning matches on TV now. And then you can build to the singles match where Eddie Kingston gets the win back because he should be higher than Daniel Garcia on the totem pole right now, just yeah. given where everything is and their stages of their careers. Eddie Kingston's getting more of a push. Daniel Garcia is kind of the fall guy of the Jericho Appreciation Society, and he's going to learn and build and grow based off of that experience i really like the dynamic of all this
2: yeah it was good Kingston someone with the back fist really
3: fun match
2: very fun match really enjoyed Very fun yeah uh keith lee and swerve do a promo i really like annoyed keith lee he uh, he, he makes me scared and i enjoy that yeah it's good um Ricky Starks' response, though. (laughs) He calls them a broke-ass Keenan and Kel, and I'm like, that's actually hilarious.
3: Good. (laughs) That's good.
2: Yeah, that's a really good line, Starks. Um, Yeah. Good. They said that the war isn't over.
3: Good. Cool. I like that. They're they're having good matches.
2: Yeah. Um, we then got a promo with Britt Baker, Tony Storm and Jamie Hater. Tony Storm actually like talks this time and is like confident, which is nice uh-huh. that she's not just like walking away while Jamie Hater just like you know, chats in her face. Um and she's saying, like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna beat you. And maybe Britt Baker will see you somewhere down the tournament sometime. Um if you make it good. that far. If you make it that far.
3: Which is good. Very fun. Yes. I'm yeah, looking I forward to promote. all these matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: For sure. Dax and Cash get a little video promo ahead of their match.
3: I can't wait, Tempest. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. I genuinely I, I
2: cannot wait for the match. And literally, about two weeks ago, I was like, we've seen quite a few like Dax Harwood singles matches. I wonder when we're going to get a Cash Wheeler singles match. And then it's like, we're getting a Cash Wheeler singles match against Dax Harwood. And I'm like, yes. Yep. <laughs> I oh, am yeah. so into this idea.
1: Oh, I'm God, very I, excited. I it's going to be so good. Yeah, it's going to be, be so
2: good. So good. I cannot wait for that match. Um, we then got the main event, which was Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir. That's been built for a few weeks. Jade Cargill putting up her undefeated streak. If she wins, she's going to go thirty and zero. And I thought this was pretty good. I hadn't seen that much you? of Marina Shafir prior to this. I thought she looked pretty good here. They had some good little uh, spots in this. Good little back and forth. Um, she tried to choke Slammer through the. Uh, timekeeper's desk and it did not break uh but <laughs> it just kind of folded in on itself um and i thought that marina got some good some good little spots like J. Cole was being a bit too arrogant and marina kind of took advantage at some points and got her into various knee bars and things like that um uh-huh. yeah really really good um really really good stuff and obviously car here won with uh the jaded
3: I thought it was a very solid main event TV match. I didn't mm-hmm. think this was like a big pay-per-view championship match or anything like that, but I also don't think it needs to be, you know, is Jade Cargill having another title defense and this time against Marina Shafir. And I thought it was mm-hmm. perfectly acceptable for what it was. I also thought this was maybe the best jaded she's ever hit. Cause that was just, it was just a really good bump. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really, I really enjoyed it. I really thought it was a, a solid move. I'm, Happy that they're building up each of these matches. Like, yes, we had like a month's build for this Marina Shafir thing, and it's like, well, yeah, that's one way to make this, you know, undefeated streak mean that much more. If you have every single match be like a promoted attraction, Mm
1: -hmm. that's
3: gonna get more interest in it. Like, yeah, Yeah. I think they're doing a really good job with
1: it
2: for sure. Yeah, I think it's been really, really good, presented really well. Uh, my only real criticism of this match is that. I understand they di- didn't have much time between the pinfall happening and the show going off the air. And they wanted to get, you know, the the, the banning section to come in to celebrate with Jade and all that stuff. I would have liked Jade to sell her knee a little bit more because it was worked mm. over a lot in the match. And she kind of just stood up and was like, and I win. And it's like, if you like, I don't know, like stumble to your feet a little bit, just like, you know, at least have your hand on your knee a, a couple of times. You know, I, it, it was just that it's a very minor thing, but it... it yeah. It's the kind of thing that you don't notice when it happens, but you do notice when it's not there. Right. You know?
3: I, yeah. Can I also uh, quickly point out that uh, like Marina Shafir gets thrown into the barricade over by the batty section, yeah. and Red Velvet was beating her ass. Fists were flying. Like she mm-hmm. was not playing. And I was yeah. like, Whoa, 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 whoa! It's not that serious. I know you're fighting like an MMA fighter here, but like, yeah, red, red, red. Calm down. Somebody, somebody, hold her back. Yeah, I don't know what what got into Red Velvet, but like, if you go back and just watch that clip, she is not playing around.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, fun uh, show
3: though.
2: Yeah, I I really enjoyed this. Bit of fun. Again, I don't think it's super... You don't have to go out your way to watch it. There are some good matches if you do, but it's not super noteworthy. It was fine. It was good. Good show. Four out of five.
3: Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Four out of five show. Mm.
2: A bit of fun. Four out of five. That is bit Rampage's fun. tagline. tagline. Wow. We have to say thank you now to some very special people. Those are $25 and above uh, Patreon backers on our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Go become a hammer right now. Because next week, by the way, we've got WrestleTalk after that. We just did Fan Uh this week. Just gone. Mm-hmm. Bit of fun, that. Um, that. It's actually a very good quiz that Andy did, I thought. Yeah. A lot of times I'm like, oh my god, Andy, why have you done this round? Like, oh my god, this is insane. No, no one could be expected to get these answers. I thought it was a pretty good quiz this time around. Well, done, not Andy. Not, no, well done, Andy. No, don't say well done, Andy. I take that back. Do not say well done, Andy.
3: Well done, That
2: dude. is... All the on-screen people get to, to say well done to us instead. Um, but uh, if you pledge at the $25 or above T, get your own custom wrestling nickname. Gets guess we're not on a show much like this one. So thank you to
3: King RK Jones. Yeah. Andy Datson's fetish, Timothy King.
2: Yeah. Was not my choice to name him that. The real boss, Matt Robinson. Yeah.
3: Chris Hellfire Brimstone. Yeah. The Pim Particle, Terry Hankemer. Yeah. Infinite Crisis, Chris Jenkins. Yeah. Justin, the human Godzilla, Vostrak. Yeah. Always leave the crowd wanting Brian Moore. Yeah. The incredible Tarzo. Yeah. All-Star Chuck Turner. Yeah. Marcus, he's got Soul Campbell. Yeah. And Zoe Sung, 101. ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> I know you see me standing here. I love That's that. That's some X-Ring thrown onto that one. Yeah. yeah Lovely.
2: Let's get into the rest of your Ultra Chats so here. Our last chance to get those in at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Uh, Tails P said, "While Zaya Lee was the protector, she always came out to the evil Tian Sha music. Now that she's a heel, uh, you just know WWE's going to change it to something ridiculous. Uh, my guess is Yoshi Tatsu's old theme. Woods should just start using God's Last Gift.
3: No, that's a fantastic finisher, and I love that finisher. And I'm still holding that hope that that's going to be my finisher when I return to wrestling <laughs> one day. <laughs> I do love that move, though." Shout out mm. to Yoshitatsu's old theme. That's a that's a bob.
2: Oh, it's it's a banger. Uh yeah. Tails P again said, uh, Charlotte now comes out with the Master Emerald. She is all powerful now. Lace is going to be called an inspiration and iconic. I was expecting Taz's voice to come out of Hook for some reason. I think Jade is going to lose to <laughs> someone that's debuting.
3: Possibly. Oh, that would be so funny if Hook just yeah. sounded exactly like Taz. <laughs> 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 it would be it would be funny in a good way. Like it would mm. make it easier better you know yes it would be like nah look at this look at this game with the stupid voice no it'd be like hell yeah i want to hear taz cutting promos coming out of hook's face and that's we, how i'll yeah. describe it
2: yeah uh alex jordan said wouldn't mind seeing ricochet and Elliot in a proper mixed tag team match hashtag book your stars better
3: yeah sure sure Against the right opponents perhaps yes
2: yeah. true Nick Carter said, "It's not just that Sammy's running away; it's that his supposed motivation is that he's looking to rebuild his reputation. How does running away from these voluntary matches against Drew help with that motivation?" Shrug emoji.
3: I don't know. I, I've I've forgotten the show already.
2: Yeah, couldn't well, tell you. Say,
3: Let's talk about it a fourth time, I'm sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, EXE said, hashtag Well done, Pete, for shouting out Jonathan Young's Starship Velociraptor album on this week's episode of MyGM. It's a good album listen to it it's what i listen to when we're doing monday night war that and a few other like metal cover youtuber guys like toxic eternity and family jewels and stuff like that they're all great uh robert Walters has been a member for nine months thank you so much uh it said uh fantasy booking at forbidden door kota ibushi versus jay white kota wins gets attacked after battle cry hits it's just a joke then devil sky hits kenny returns
3: can't see it happening but it's a fun scenario. I, I'm so curious about Kenny Cota interaction and what it yep.
2: would be like, you know? Like, yeah. what happen? I
3: don't I've know, I've been waiting man. for it for four years. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Uh,
2: Nick Corvello said, Hello, LIW boys, liw for life. Uh, Pete, I hope you enjoyed my birthday card from my gift shipment opened on Monday. Sorry, couldn't resist, and I hope you enjoyed the trading card gifts. Also obligatory. Forget about it, Kerr. Um, Forget I about it, Thank you so much. It is currently sitting on my desk <laughs> in the uh, in the office at work. Um, thank you for the card. Very I appreciate nice. it. Uh Nick Covello again said on an AEW related note I'm getting more and more hyped for the Shida deeb Street Fight and I don't know who's going to win. I do hope Shida uh, I do hope Shida does because she needs that baby face win and momentum for the Owen Hart Cup. Deeb can recover in time for a title shot.
3: I'm happy with either choice. I love both of these women. This is mm-hmm. one of my favorite feuds.
2: Yeah. They're both great. So I have an email here, Tempest. Yay! Support at Russell Talk inbox from Itamar that says, Hello, LIW friends. So I've decided to watch some stuff you two recommended. Pete. I watched The Legend of Vox Machina. Thank you, Pete. It made me very happy. Which also made me check out Critical Role, and actually piqued my interest in wanting to try D&D. It looks like something I'd really enjoy. How old old were you when you got into D&D, and do you have any tips for a newcomer? Tempest. I've watched all of Euphoria. Thank you, Tempest. It made me very sad, and I don't want to trust any teenager for the rest of my life. How old were you when you got into drugs? Do you have any tips for a newcomer? (laughs) Joking aside, I really love a story that can make me so uncomfortable. I really, really, really liked it. Thank you both for the recommendations. Thank you, Itamar, for for that email. That was very lovely. so tim how old were you when you got into drugs uh, any tips for a newcomer well, uh
3: yeah i did 420 <laughs> cocaine mushrooms one time there's a lot i wouldn't recommend that for a first timer mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i love euphoria i've been thinking about euphoria a lot i need to get on uh, the nxt podcast again sometime with sb 3 just so we can talk mm-hmm. about euphoria for five minutes oh yeah <laughs> yeah like i don't funny. know i've had i've had a lot of time for that show to marinate Now Mm. the second season, like it came out a few months ago, and I'm able to kind of let it let it simmer for a little bit and actually Mm -hmm. collect my thoughts on it. And I'm a little disappointed by the second season. Just a little Mm. bit. You know, they didn't go in directions that I uh that I thought they would. And a lot of the characters Mm -hmm. didn't uh they didn't get pushed, Pete. Jules's push got killed. Three week push, man. (laughs) Yeah, it was a shame. But Vox Machina. That'll make people happy. Yeah, go
2: uh, watch that. It's a good show. Um, I, I I, so many I,
3: cartoons and stuff. You could have taken a happy recommendation for me too.
2: <laughs> hey, man, this show is also not happy at the same time.
3: Mm-hmm. Fox market
2: is like a like a uh, heroes are becoming bad and stuff like that. But like, there's some serious stuff in that show. Yes, mm-hmm. it is not a good show by any stretch of he- imagination.
3: Speaking of which, have you seen Arcane on Netflix?
2: I have watched the first episode and
3: uh none more since. But I've watched like the first like five or six episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. That is not a kid's show. No. Like, I knew <laughs> I knew that. I knew it mm. wasn't, but like you get to some pretty heavy emotional stuff, and I'm like, oh my, mm. this is this <laughs> is a show. Mm. This is indeed a show. This is not they're not going halfway on yeah. this show. Yeah, yeah, I've still got to finish that, but uh, go watch Arcane. Yeah. Arcane is a good show,
2: I really need to watch more of it. It's definitely on my uh, yeah. on my to watch list. Um, yeah, but also, yeah, in the first episode of Vox Machina, there's just boobs, and I was like, oh, that's not it's not a kid show, that's uh-huh. that's um, some that's boobs,
3: yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> literally. <laughs>
2: um, but uh, oh, very quickly because we've only got a limited amount of time before we get into the to the main show before we go live. But um, we're continuing to watch the Last Airbender. Me and my partner are getting through it. We uh, yesterday we watched uh, season two, episode nine. Which is a bit of work—the one where Iroh gives the big speech to Zuko about the the different nations and draws it in the sand and stuff. Which was right. the entire inspiration of why I got my tattoo. And then I went on like a fifteen-minute rant after we finished the episode <laughs> to be like, "Do you understand why I love the show? Is, is, is this speech to maybe get the tattoo?" And then she was like, "Yeah, it's really good." And I was like, "Please yeah. have more thoughts." Um, but it was great. Really enjoyed. Oh, it. I
3: feel too. That's how I feel when I'm gonna sh- you know, I'm gonna watch like The Batman with people. And I was like, Don't you love it? Okay, it's perfect. Don't you <laughs> yeah. love this movie like I do? <laughs> Legit.
2: Like I I'm but, literally like the meme of uh, from yeah. uh, the guy like uh, planning out the conspiracy theories, and I'm like, Do you not see all of the parallels around how the, they structured the episode? And then she's like, Yeah, it's good. Though I will say, in the middle of the episode, because it switches back between zuko learning his firebending stuff and uh like light- redirecting lightning and ang trying to learn earthbending for the first time mm-hmm. and then she was like man they're really mirroring these two characters and i was like yes they are
3: <laughs> 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 thank you for noticing <laughs> great tremendous show wonderful oh, such program a, such a
2: good show such a good episode oh man anyway we're gonna need to go um and get into the main portion of the show. Thank you for listening, everyone. Really do appreciate it. I'll be back with more content soon. Uh, and we'll, we'll catch another episode. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. We love you very much. Goodbye.